Hello, this is David Snyder, President of Baptist International Missions Incorporated, welcoming you to today's broadcast of Moments for Missions under the direction of our Vice President, Dr. J.B. Godfrey. I started a story yesterday that happened some time ago over in one of the Eastern African countries. And the missionary, along with some of his Christians, had been over on the Sese Islands in Lake Victoria and passed out thousands of tracts, won people to the Lord. They were headed home, and it was becoming dark, and the Africans were going home from their fields. And as the missionary drove, two bicycles came down the road weaving recklessly, and the missionary pulled over, but the bicycles ran into the vehicle. And one of those men on the bicycles was killed and the other one injured. Well, the missionary knew to drive to the police station, but when he did, he was accused and abused and ended up being incarcerated. While the African Christians were released and the wife called to receive the belongings of her husband, they and the missionary wives, that is the national Christians, solemnly headed back to town. A sense of hopelessness prevailed. What would happen? What could they do? They could pray, and that they did. Inside the station, the missionary was booked and told to remove his shoes and socks before entering the small jail cell. The filthy cell was roughly 12 feet square and reeked of urine and sweat and was already occupied by nine other men. By this time, it was late at night and most of the inmates were asleep on the floor, all of them sharing just four blankets. The missionary sank down against the cold stone wall prepared himself for a rough night in a confined room with men of very questionable character. As he closed his eyes, a flood of emotion swept over him as he relived the events of the day. Feelings of horror for actually having killed a man. Isolation from his family. Fear of the future outcome seemed almost overwhelming. Would he, a foreigner in an African court, be charged with murder? Would he have to leave the country? How could he endure a single night in this miserable place, much less weeks? With a broken heart and a humble spirit, he prayed for God's grace and strength in this lonely hour. Within a few moments, one of the prisoners reached under his blanket and pulled out a grass mat and handed it to the weary missionary. A short time later, a small pillow was offered. A few hours later, a foam mattress was shoved through the bars of the cell, and the missionary found comfort as he lay down feeling God's presence in this desolate condition. God had not left him, nor forgotten him. In spite of the emotional trauma of the day, he found himself rejoicing in the fact that even in prison, God was caring and providing for him, and this gave him the faith to believe that God was already at work in turning tragedy into a blessing. Well, early the next morning, one of the national Christians arrived with fresh drinking water for his pastor and assurances of their prayers. At the missionaries' church, the Sunday morning service turned into a prayer meeting as the congregation, along with the missionaries' wife and children, urgently begged God for His protection and justice. After the church service, the missionaries' wife came to encourage her husband, and tears quickly came as they both felt the terror of having taken a life and then the humility of being in prison. They strengthened themselves in the Lord with the knowledge that God could turn this calamity for good. And after a long day of waiting, the police commander arrived late in the afternoon and informed the missionary that he was free to go, but he must return the next morning for questioning. 
What rejoicing ensued as the missionary and his family were reunited. At the missionary's home, the church members formed a circle with him and his family and praised God for his deliverance. Come back and hear the end of the story tomorrow. You've been listening to Moments for Missions. For further information, please write to BIMI, P.O. Box 9, Harrison, Tennessee, 37341, or call us at 423-344-5050. Or you can visit us online at www.bimi.org. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you.